Hi, I'm Melissa. I'm Sabrina. And I am Jane. This is Triplicity. Triplicity. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Triplicity Podcast. This is our very first podcast. And maybe you're joining us because uh, you're part of our Triplicity Women's Ministry Group. Or maybe you're just joining us because you stumbled across us on your podcast app. Either way, we're glad you're here and we're glad you're joining us. Triplicity is a group of women who are looking at everything free in relationship to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so Jane and Sabrina and I, Melissa, are super glad you're here today. And uh, we're just, we're excited about what happens when we started looking at the Trinity, all the threes in the Bible, the three of us, like, right? (laughs) And so uh, we started out, we're really good friends. The three of us are friends. We're all in ministry in different places. And um, and we got together and we just said, you know what? The world needs more Trinity, more Father, more Son, more Holy Spirit. And more of us. Right. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. We really do need more of us. (laughs) Okay, well... Maybe some people wouldn't think that, but we think that, and that's what matters, right? Exactly. And so um, we have started a women's ministry, and um, we were doing some really fun things. So uh, what can people expect if they decided they wanted to join the Triplicity Women's Ministry, Sabrina? Oh, well... I believe they can expect community. That's a huge thing. Yes. Right. And even though there's importance in the number of three, there's a point that's important um, with accountability. Right. Mm-hmm. And so just being together and um, having that time of, of learning together and things, they can expect like monthly Zoom meetings that will come together and kind of do some mentoring and yeah. just some one-on-one, the podcast twice a month, just lots of Lots of fun stuff. Facebook lives. Yes. Facebook, we have just, a private Facebook group. Yes, we do have uh-huh. a private Facebook group. And um, just, I think, community and just learning about the relationship with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and the body of Christ. For Absolutely. sure. Jane, yeah. what kind of women would be a, be a good fit for Triplicity? Oh, any woman who just wants to deepen their relationship with God. Jesus and Holy Spirit and the church yeah and the church yeah absolutely Um, I just love already we're seeing women just share from their hearts and you know your relationship is so personal and unique with with our father with Jesus but when we come and share it just it just enriches community and relationship and I I'm already seeing that and I love it yes right and uh, so we're doing it by the quarter. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the first three months we're in the first quarter of triplicity, and um, and so this focus for the first quarter is our relationship with Father God. Yeah. Right. And and that has been either great for women or it's been really hard for women. Mm-hmm. And so our goal for the first quarter of 2021 is a to catch our breath from 2020. Can I get an amen <laughs> yeah. somebody? Okay. <laughs> wow. Cuz I just want to stop for a moment and say can we celebrate that we survived? <laughs> we did. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Bless. <laughs> yes. Bless the Lord. And so yes. and Father we're grateful that we survived 2020 yes. and we have great expectation for what's yes, going to happen in 2020. Oh, absolutely. Um, I know I've talked to a lot of people who are like, 
we are down the laundry chute to hell as a world, <laughs> as a country, all of that stuff. But that's not true. No, because no. the Father's love for us is still more powerful than anything. Oh, absolutely. And so as we take this time to grow in our relationship with the Father through the first quarter of 2021, we want to start this out by just bringing information, bringing some teaching, and, and that kind of thing. And so I just want to kind of tell you a little bit about the three of us. I'm a storyteller. Like, I'm going to uh, tell you some stories, some real-life application, like, hey, Hey, my life is one big object lesson. Here's something you could learn from it kind of thing. And Sabrina is a teacher. So talk a little bit about that, Sabrina. I just love to dig deep into the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Um, I have several, several, several versions of the Bible that I like to go to. I like to get into the Greek and the Hebrew because we need to know the foundation of the truth of what the word is speaking. And we are told that, you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing comes through the word. We grow in the knowledge and we get wisdom and revelation through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. What is Jesus Christ? He is the Word. Mm-hmm. And so that is how we grow in relationship with everything, is just knowing Him more through the Word. So I love, love, love to teach it. Mm-hmm. So. And you're so good at it. I, yes. Yes. She is. I love it. And Jane. Yes. I am like the biggest cheerleader for all women <laughs> on is. earth. Yay! You can do it! Yes. Um, but I have really been loving, um, like, like Sabrina is teaching the word, but I just love how the Bible is really coming to life for me, um, like probably the past year or two, and like seeing patterns and seeing why did God repeat this, mm-hmm. you know, and knowing, okay, he didn't, it wasn't just repeated because they needed some more words on this page. Like there's, there's reason behind it all, and I'm just loving that so much. Um, and I just want to share, and I just want to encourage all women to get in the Word. Right. Yes. Takes a t- take time for you, or take time for God, mm-hmm. and get that in your in your life. Make it a lifestyle. Yes. One of the things I love about our group is that because we are all different. We're all very different. We're very different in our approach to the word. We're very different in our approach to ministry. We're different in our personalities, mm-hmm. for sure. That This group has um, it has something for everyone. Yes. If you're a new believer and you're just trying to figure out how to, like, how does this work in an everyday practical life kind of thing, I'm your girl. If you mm-hmm. are somebody who's a deep diver, man, you're mm-hmm. like in the word deep dive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabrina is your girl, yeah. right? And yeah. if you're like, man, I'm just struggling to keep my head above water. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh my gosh, I want to really love this, but I'm struggling to love it. Jane is yeah. your girl. And so it's it's a beautiful thing because it yeah. that's how God works yeah right and it's yeah. the same way with the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit right mm-hmm. so when you I, I was years old old I'm a woman of a certain age and um <laughs> And I, it was a long time into my adulthood before I realized that we could truly have an authentic relationship yes. with each part of the Trinity as well mm-hmm. as the body of Christ, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so, and and so I go to I go to my person in the Trinity depending on what I need in in that relationship. Do I need a father who's going to love me and embrace mm-hmm. me and 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 just have that? fatherly kind of love, yes, right? Do right. I need a savior and do I need mm-hmm. repentance? Yeah. And do I need, you know, just to go back in and say, Jesus, I got all dirty again. Can yeah. you cleanse, <laughs> cleanse, can you wash me, me and purify yeah, my heart? Yes. And, and can you just 
can I get under the shower of the blood again, mm-hmm. right? Then I go to Jesus, right? And and then it's like, oh, I need wisdom. I need comfort. I need encouragement. Like, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. like, speak through me in this moment. Yeah. And and then, you know, we are to love the body of Christ. And, yeah. and the thing about it is I'm a unique part of, a part of the body that nobody else can be. Right. So is Sabrina. So is Jane. And so are yeah. you. Yeah. And so it is why... As we see, I see a lot of people saying, well, we're leaving the church. We're leaving the church. Oh, well, okay, yeah. it's like saying, well, you're cutting off your foot, mm-hmm. right? right? Yeah. And, and no church yeah. is perfect and no body is perfect. Right. Listen, mm-hmm. uh, my um, fat-burning cell, my fat-burning uh, metabolism kind of thing in my body isn't functioning as beautiful as I would like for it to, but I'm not just <laughs> throwing it out because I need something, <laughs> Right. And so it's the same way with the body of Christ. Like, not all parts of our body work perfectly all the time. But they're there. But we don't get rid of them. We don't cut them off. We don't just say, well, I have no need for you anymore. Like, I don't I, like you. Yeah. you off. Yeah. You know what? Your foot, my foot stinks sometime after it's been in my sneaker. Yeah. But just because it stinks doesn't mean like, well, I, I just don't have need for you foot anymore. I'm cutting you off. And so I'm just going to walk around with no foot because you stink. Yeah. You stuck. And I think that's yeah. that's part of what we want to do with triplicity, right? <laughs> yeah. Is we want you to embrace each unique part yeah. of the Trinity and of the body of Christ yeah. and mm. celebrate it and embrace it for what it is. You know what? I don't try to make my foot be an ear. Right. 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 And I don't try to make Holy Spirit be Father. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's I think that's one of the beautiful parts of triplicity. And that's one of the things that we really hope you walk away with. So Sabrina came with a little bit of some instruction for us today. Mm-hmm. Roll us. Let's get us rolling. All right. But before I do that, I just have mm-hmm. to say this from my, what you were just saying. There's something I was preaching at church a while back. And there was one thing I told them, you know, Somebody is waiting on us to find our place. Yeah. So when you yeah. see that struggle in the body of Christ, what can you feel in that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just speaking to you individually right now, just someone's waiting on you. Mm-hmm. So step out. Yeah. But, okay, so today we are going to talk about the number three. Why triplicity? What's the importance? What's the significance of the number three? And I'm going to take you through some patterns mm-hmm. um, in the Word of God to show you just just the significance of it. So um, the number three symbolizes re, uh, a new life. It symbolizes um, covenant, completeness, perfection, holiness. Those are all the things that it, that it represents. And if you look in Genesis 1, 9 through 13, that is the third day of creation. And God literally separated the waters. He brought up the earth. He uh, created vegetation, the plants, the fruits, new life. New life was created on a third day. And then if you turn around and you look at Genesis 26, that was the second third day, which is the sixth day. Mm-hmm. And that was the day he created man and woman and told him to go and multiply. So there you go again, new life and covenant. That is a representation of covenant. So, guys, there's so many patterns through the word of God that we can see in this. Some other really quick Old Testament ones. Thinking of covenant, covenant, you have Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Mm-hmm. You had Moses, Marion, and Aaron. You know, they, God mm-hmm. always seemed to put things in groups of three, which was really cool. You had the 12 tribes of Israel. Yeah. That's multiples Multiple of, three, of three. 12 disciples. So there's so many different things. But I kind of want to focus today on um, a couple stories out of the Gospels mm-hmm. that represent threes. And these are just really close to me um, that God has just revealed his what he does in us. 
Um, so when you look at Jesus in the wilderness, uh, one thing I do want to say is that many times when you look in patterns of threes mm -hmm. throughout, especially throughout the scriptures, um, you will see that the person's intentions or resolve mm -hmm. of their character comes through the end of that. So it's like at the end of that three, something's, something mm -hmm. takes place. So think about this. You have Jesus. He was taken up. He was baptized, received the Holy Spirit. Boom, he's taken by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. He fasts for 40 days, 40 nights. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Me and, either. Um, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people in the first part of the month, I'm jumping in here, are doing, you know, like traditionally yes. church people, we'll, we'll do a, a first year fast, mm -hmm. right? And and can you just imagine, he didn't just do a first month fast. He did a first right, month yeah. and a half fast. Yeah. And he didn't yeah. just like fast social media or fast sugar or fast soda. No. He fasted all food everything. and everything. everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Water. Yeah. I did a 21-day fast last year, liquids. Mm. And But I'm telling you, I was finding liquid soups. I was finding liquid oh, yeah. anything because it's yeah. like, I don't know how you could do just water. But, no. but that's, you know, if he could do it, we could do it. So, um, but after that 40 days of fasting, um, the enemy come in mm -hmm. and there was three separate times that he tempted him. The first time it was with food. Mm -hmm. He said, if, you know, if you truly are the son of God, take that stone and turn it to bread, you know, and Christ turned around and looked at him. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So right there, he's telling him, get behind mm -hmm. me. It is written. Mm -hmm. So he's standing, he's showing his character. He's showing yeah. his resolve. And then the second time he was tempted, um, he tempted him to test God. Mm -hmm. He said, if you truly are, throw yourself off this mountain. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that his angels will catch you, you know, that you shouldn't, you should be okay. And Jesus said, it is written. Mm -hmm. You do not tempt the Lord our God or you do not test him. So he stopped him in his tracks. He was playing with his life. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if you think about the number three, it's also about lifestyle. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then... You have the third time. So the third time, um, he offered him everything. He sit, stood, stood him up on a mountain, and he said, I will give you the kingdoms of this world if you will worship me. He was testing his covenant. Mm -hmm. And he said, the word says, he told him, he said, go, Satan. He said, it is written, you shall worship God and your, you know, the Lord your God only and right. serve him only. So... Anyway, so that was, you know, Jesus stood his ground three times and he resisted the enemy and the enemy had to flee. So what we can learn from that is, um, is that in his perfection, that, that his resolve from that was showing his perfection, his mm -hmm. which is our maturity. Mm -hmm. Okay, we, When I say perfect, I'm not meaning we're perfect. We are, it's a maturity thing. And it was showing that he was proven and ready for ministry. Mm. You know, he stood his ground. So it was in that pattern of three that had to take place for Jesus to step up and, yeah. and realize I'm ready for this. And God said, go for it. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things I love about that is how it, he always took it back to the father. Yes. Yeah. He always took it back to his, Jesus, Jesus had relationship with the father. Yeah. And he, yeah. in every situation, Jesus took it back to his relationship with the father, yes. which mm -hmm. is, is why like this first quarter is so important that we always take everything back to our relationship with the father. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. And we have to know who he is and we have to be connected. And that's, Jesus had that solid covenant with him. Mm -hmm. and we, that's what we need also. Yep. Um, another example I want to give you guys is um, Jesus in the garden in Matthew 26. So, I did not realize this just until about two, three weeks ago, that Jesus actually went three separate times into prayer. So he goes into prayer, he comes back, he finds the disciples asleep. 
he wakes him up. He goes back into prayer, says the same thing. He's like, Father, if this cup can pass from me, let it be. But let your will be done. You know, so he knew Jesus had his own will. Mm-hmm. He had his own will, but he knew the Father's will was greater. And so three times he went to that. The third time he took it. Okay, God's will is greater. I'm yeah. going forth in this. And so he stood in the covenant and he pressed into the perfect plan and will of God. And to me, that is also just a sign of the resolve in that is he had his own will, but he knew that the covenant with the Father yeah. was more important. And so those number threes. Yeah. And then, um, That's so good. It's Oh, it's when you really study it out, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's just so good. And then this is my favorite story of all. Um, if you go to Matthew 26, this is when Peter denies Jesus. It's not my favorite that Peter denied Jesus. Right. But the whole circle of all of it. So... Um, even though Peter had said, I will not deny you, Christ told him three times. Mm-hmm. And in that third time, you will, it will be complete. And so he did three times. He hears the rooster crow. Immediately shame enters in. So not always are that patterns of three going to be good. Right. Mm-hmm. we got to remember that. You know, mm-hmm. not always are things going to be good. But immediately shame enters him. And, of course, fear. You know, he, he was fearful of being found out. He literally changed his character to uh, appease the people so that they didn't think right. that he was part of, you know, part of them. Mm-hmm. And so, but here's the good part. When you go to math or to John 21, the story of Jesus restoring him. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you have something you want no, to No, go ahead. Okay. I'm just like, I'm hanging on the edge of my chair. <laughs> so right I know, me too. It's so good. story it's of so the good. restoration. So as you guys know, I love to look stuff up. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I like to look at my words. Yeah. So in John 21, this is after Jesus has risen, and he is um, he meets them at the water, right? And, you know, Peter sees him. He comes running out. They're by the campfire. Well, what's the last time that, that Peter smelt fire? He was standing by the young lady, and he denied Christ for the third time. Mm-hmm. So immediately he gets out. Would you imagine smelling that campfire would immediately take him back to the place of shame? Oh, oh wow. That's good. That? That's really so good. So think about that. And then you go into this place where Jesus takes a walk with him, and he says, Peter, he's, okay, so we're going to look at the three separate ways that he asks this. Okay, mm-hmm. you have, when you look at the word love, you have agape, which is the love of God, the, the unconditional, full love of God. You have phileo, which is brotherly love. That's just mm-hmm. kind of like, I love you, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't die for you, pretty mm-hmm. much, okay? <laughs> so, Jesus goes and he asks him, he says, Peter, he said, do you, he said, do you agape me? Mm. Peter said, you know, Lord, that I phileo you. Mm-hmm. And then uh-huh. he says again, you know, of course he tells him, then go feed my sheep. And then he says again, Peter, do you agape me? Peter says, and I can, I can almost feel the shame that he's feeling. You know, yeah. Lord, that I phileo you. Oh. So what does Jesus do? The same thing he does with all of us. He gets into Peter's shame with him. And he mm-hmm. says, Peter, do you phileo me? And he says, oh, Lord, you know all things. Yes, I phileo you. Yes. And so in that third resolve... It brought Peter to this place of realizing that Christ loved him so much he would climb into the shame with him and say, okay, let me start where you're at. Oh, so good. And let's move up. And so it brought him to new life. It brought him back to the place of covenant with God. He left the shame. He left it all. He now had a new idea of what the campfire could be. Restoration. Yeah. yeah. And he was restored into relationship with the Father. So good. And what did Peter do? Peter just he's my hero if I could be anybody I'd be like Peter he may have been as crazy as could be sometimes but he knew how to walk with God yeah you know he was the man that shadows 
yeah. would heal, you know, mm-hmm. and, and things of that sort. He just knew holiness. And I believe through that resolve that that entered Peter into a new life of he dropped the shame, he dropped the guilt, and boom, I can walk a life as Jesus walked. I've watched him. I've been there. I can walk in holiness. Yeah. And so you can look at, you know, so many different things again through the word. You have Jonah who was in the mm-hmm. belly of the well for three days. Three Jesus days. in the tomb for three days. You have uh, Jonah, when he came out, he defied death. I'm sorry, normally you wouldn't live in a belly of a, <laughs> of a fish. fish for three days. Um, when Jesus came out of the tomb, he defied death. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonah brought people to place of repentance. Mm-hmm. Jesus brought the, pla- the repentance, the repentance. And then Jonah restored them to the heart of the Father. And Jesus restores us back to the heart of the Father. Yeah. So those are the three things in there. And then um, also in Hosea 6, 2, it talks about on the third day he will restore us that we may live in his presence. Yeah. So there's just something about the way he works in cycles of three. Yeah. And so, you know, um, the last thing I want to end with, and then I'll hand it back over to you guys, is Revelations 4, 8. It says, Holy, holy, holy is God who was... And he is, and he is to come. Three times that holiness, they literally are signifying just the importance, how truly holy God truly is. Yeah. Did you just say, holy is, holy are you, God? Yeah. You know, holy, holy, holy. And then it says, who was, he is, and he is to come. And so we are called to be holy as our God is holy. Yeah. That means we're called to be that in that place. Yeah. Um, the only way that this happens to be in covenant relationship with the Father, with the Son, and with the Holy Spirit who make us complete. And uh, they fill us full of new life. And that is where we're going to go yeah. with next week. Yes. Yay! Oh, that's so good. I love holy, holy, holy. Yes. I just love that. Yes. Oh, it just touches my heart whenever it I hear gives that. gives a new meaning to the song, too. You know, yeah. that, that's one of the songs that I really love. And so it just kind of, yeah. Yeah. What do you want to add, Jane? Oh, so I just, I, well, because lately I've just been journaling, I've been writing out scripture and I would love to encourage everyone to take time to start writing out scripture, writing it out does something to you, your heart. And, um, so out of that Hosea six, two, oh, my I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. There, there it is. There it is. And think about it. This is from the Old Testament. This is a prophecy. And, um, and it reads, after two days, he will revive us. Mm-hmm. Right? So he will revive us in two days. But on the third day, <laughs> third day, yes. he will restore us. Yes. And that is what it's all about, the restoration. And then that we may live in his presence. Bless the Lord. Yes. Restored back into the presence of God. Yes. And there is, yes. there is nothing, there is nothing like that tangible presence yeah. of the Father in your life. Yes, like just absolutely. sitting in it and soaking in it and just yeah. embracing that yeah. tangible presence. And you know, we serve an om- we serve an omnipresent Father. Yeah. Right? Yeah. God is everywhere. Yeah. He's with us all the time. And and I, you know, we sing a lot of songs about like Holy Spirit come, Jesus come, mm-hmm. Father come. The truth is they're already there. And it's yeah. not them coming to us. It's us our awareness yeah. of yes. that we have absolutely. been restored 
to the presence, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I love that. Go ahead, Jane. Yeah. Oh, and so I just want to kind of throw out a challenge um, Ooh, to like all challenges. our listeners. <laughs> so take the time. I just pray that you all can find the time to look up Hosea 6-2. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Read it in several different um, translations in all your favorite versions. And find the one that really just speaks to you. You know, when you, when you read it and like you just feel it in your heart. And write it out. Mm-hmm. Write it out. Get all your colorful pens if you want to. Get the fancy journal if you want to. It doesn't matter. But write it. it out. Take the time and just sit with it. And then open your ears to what God is saying to you through that verse, yes. through his word. Um, so that's my challenge. I'm like, ladies, it. let's do this. Yes. And, and you know what? If you're part of the Triplicity Women's Community on our online Facebook group, post the pics of yes. your yes. writing out Hosea's, the verse in Hosea. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, like in, the Bible says that we should spur one another on to good works. Yep. Right? And so as we share this, maybe you're on face, maybe you're not on a part of the Triplicity Women's Group, but you're listening to this podcast by divine design. I believe that you're listening to it because <laughs> God led you here. Yeah. Right? But, and so if you're doing that, like you can take what you've learned from this podcast and you can share it in your circle of influence. Yeah. And you can become a spreader of people who connect to us mm-hmm. and restore, help Jesus restore people back to the Father. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so um, I hope that you have learned so much from this podcast. You yeah. know, And I hope that there's like a, a practical application. Write yes. the scripture. Yeah. Right? Recognize that it doesn't have... You, it, maybe you're not where you're like, oh my gosh, Sabrina's teaching was great. But I only caught part of it. Hey, good news. You can listen to this podcast again and again and again, right? Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. And so um, we hope that wherever you're at in your walk with the Father, that you have found a place of connection. Mm -hmm. That somehow through something you've heard, we've inspired you. The Holy Spirit has drawn you to that beautiful presence with the Father. And so we want to thank you for hanging out with us today. Yes, absolutely. So thank you for joining us. Um, this is our Triplicity Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. We would love if you could just throw us out a five-star rating on iTunes. Yes. And <laughs> share it with your friends. So thank you so much. We can't wait to um, visit with you again next time. Remember, it's all about the three.